edition of Cross the Line 1524. We're on the road today. A little vacation. We'd like to welcome everybody to Cross the Line 1524. We are recording remotely. If you listen, you'll hear the birds, the helicopters. From the wilds of? Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Sometimes you'll hear bears, too. We had a bear encounter today. And sea bears. And yes. sea bears, yes. So Not I'm, ocean bears, uh, but we'll see bears. We'll see bears, yeah. <laughs> so I'm here with... Dwayne Bischoff. Jeff Montag. And Ruben Hunt. So, uh, you know, we, we told everybody we were going to do a remote podcast, so here we are. Uh, this is uh, our second to last day here, and uh, we have some dead soldiers up on the fireplace and a lot more bottles to work on afterwards. But it's, right. it's been a nice trip. We've uh, eaten in most of the time. Went out a couple times. We just got back from having an awesome, awesome steak dinner from a place called The Peddler. Very good. Yep. Very good steak. One of the best I've had. I had trout. It was good. Good deal. I, I mean, I think everybody had a, whatever they had was good. Yep. And, uh, I had a good steak. And Dwayne and Dodie, I think they had uh, shoe leather they, they cooked for them. <laughs> was it what? Shoe leather? <laughs> yeah, yeah, shoe yeah, leather. They had that well done steak. But it's all good. <laughs> so we don't have a particular topic. You know, we just had a good time. Been having a good time. So, um no. What shall we talk about, boys? We did some moonshine tasting today. Yes, we did. Did a little bit. Just I a little bit. I didn't. I was a designated driver, and I was probably more scared than anybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and as our safety tip, remember, if you do ever decide moonshine tasting, make sure you have a designated driver. And walker. <laughs> and walker. And walker, yes. And then we had uh, what was self-described by the proprietors as the best... Bloody Mary. Yes. And I'll have to say that it was a very good Bloody Mary. It was very if there, good. If there is anyone that, that exists. Yeah. That was my first. I'm, I'm not a My first Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary ever, so I thought it was really good. Yeah. Well, for you, it has to be the be- best Bloody Mary. It has Bloody to be the Mary best one I've ever had. You've ever right. had. Yeah, it was pretty good. Was well, pretty they, good. Set the, they set the bar very high, because you'll get one that are not near that. That was a very yeah. good one. You get uh, some that are just V8 juice with a piece of celery stuck yeah. in it. And a little vodka. So yeah. if I use that one as a gauge of being a very good one, yeah, it'll be good. good. That's good. good. Awesome. So we there's been some, um, what should I say, expeditions out of the house here. Um, so Mr. Montag twice tried to go to Cades Cove. <laughs> Still hasn't made it completely there. Well, I made it there. It's just the second time I got there, you couldn't take a car, so... <laughs> and I, I wasn't on either trip, but the first trip, uh, Google Maps t- just uh, led them astray. Clear through, well, clear into North Carolina. Yeah, well, we found out one thing: Cades Cove is not near Cherokee. We do know that. So anyone coming to Gatlinburg, just for your maps and your information, if you see a sign that says Cherokee, you are not heading towards Cades Cove. Unless you're heading north out of Cherokee. Yes. But yes. what is nice, though, is no matter where you go, you had a great view. Oh, yeah. It was, beautiful place. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was still a nice ride. Nice ride. So you, you guys saw some wildlife there, I'm sure, a little uh, bit. We actually saw a female elk walking the uh, right along, alongside the road just before we got into Cherokee. Yeah, we saw a few other elk down. A few other elk down by the 
was it by that local park down here? A bunch of wild turkeys. There's more wild turkeys down here, I think, than I've ever seen. I don't know if they've reintroduced them here to try to build them back up, or if they did. They look just different. Now. They and I think Jeff mentioned that they look different than what we see in Indiana. Well, there's different turkeys it's around different, the country, species, I guess. Yeah, different variety of turkeys. Yeah. And, and there's a the guys that hunt them a lot hunt those regions to get one of each of those huh. uh, different varieties. So one of the other places we went, and this will, um, you know, all of us are kind of value conscious when we spend our money. So we had seen driving down here, I think Mary had seen it, and then once down here everybody else had seen it too, there's a place that infuses um, alcohol with ice cream. It's nitrogen infused ice cream with alcohol. And of course that caught our attention. <laughs> Somehow we ended up there last night. So there's a line of about 20 people to get in the place. There's another probably 30 people in the place waiting on the ice cream. And so while we're there, you know, we're all kind of entrepreneurs. Dwayne's got his calculator out, looking at how much they charge for their ice cream, and we're thinking, hmm. And then he checked to see how much it would be yep, to, to look up get fran- franchise. Franchises are available. And we're thinking it's pretty good. Thing. This may be a viable side business for us until we tasted the ice cream. <laughs> it just wasn't yeah. much there. And, and the price of the ice cream in comparison to the taste of the ice cream does not merit me a second visit. Well, and again, so it's a it's a one pass through kind of right. uh, one hitter novelty novelty yeah. that you're going to get. You can get in Pigeon Forge or Gatlinburg, and you're not going to get in some some place that doesn't have that kind of tourism traveling right. through. So we decided St. Leon of Brookville is not going to have bourbon infused ice cream anytime soon. We may work at the Rusted Nail to see if we can get it there. We might try that. Yeah. I'm sure we but can figure we, out we that. we won't charge $15 for a little, <laughs> little cup. It's pretty sad when you go get Long Island iced teas cheaper than you can. Uh, a nice ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah. And I'm still, I have a burnt tongue. I thought it was the... <laughs> for the nitrogen? Yeah, for yeah, the nitrogen, nitrogen on the ice cream. It burnt yeah. my tongue still. It it's still a little raw yeah. today from... I mean, it's a cool experience. It was neat. But like Jeff said, it's a... It was a novelty. It was a one-time. Yeah, we did it. We tried it. Would we recommend it? Eh. No. No. Probably no. wouldn't. Yeah, it's, it's Pass different. That one up. Just go to Buskin Robbins and then hit the moonshine places. Yeah, and then there just mix go. a little right. in, stir it up, and there you go. So the other thing that we've been um, a little different down here that is going to be, uh, I think, a staple for the next couple months everywhere is uh, it's 100% masks when you walk in, a, f- a face mask. So while we're here, we heard that Kentucky uh, is going to 100% face masks in public spaces. Ohio already is, and now Indiana, where we're all at, um, starts Monday. So, you know, there's a lot of debate about that, and we're not really going to get into that. Um, But it does make things, you know, it's just a hassle, I guess, right now. We're not used to it, so... Well, I, th- I think every time I've got out of the car to go someplace, I've had to turn right back around to go get the face mask. Or I get there, and fortunately, my wife's smart enough that she knows I'm going to forget it, and she's got a spare. So it's economy speaking, it's not slowing people down. No, people it's not. are still out. Gatlinburg is busy, packed on Wednesday, Thursday, and middle of the week, packed with people. Steak restaurant sure. tonight. There's people waiting in line waiting to get line. reservations still, and you know, yeah. when we were leaving. So, it, is it an inconvenience? Yes. 
uh, can it help curb the spike? You know, obviously we had our whole COVID uh, pandemic uh, podcast was our second podcast. We Episode two, yeah. I mean, I, I I think there is some merit. Just it helps to keep this to keep from spreading it from somebody that does have it. Um, I mean, everybody's throwing up their hands saying it's their constitutional right not to wear them. You know, that's really not what it's about. It's about trying to stop the spread. And if you don't think it's spreading, the state of Indiana yesterday had the most cases since March of COVID. Uh, so it's making the rebound. Does that mean, just like we said in the podcast, I, I think we all predicted that was going to happen. But that doesn't mean that people, the hospitals are filled here in Indiana and that, you know, everybody's deathly sick like we were to start with. However, the state of Texas, it's a different story. Their hospital beds are full. Yeah, I heard it yesterday. Um, so yeah, all the reports today are they're down. Okay. So it's going yeah. down already. It's going down already. So a lot of that, I think I'm, they know how to treat it better now. And um, I mean, Every day's a learning it's day. It's going to make its way through everybody. It's mm-hmm. just they don't want it to happen all at one time, I think, is what it amounts to. And it'll probably end about uh, November 2nd, but that's a whole other story. Um, you know, one thing I can say about this vacation is I didn't run around a lot. I relaxed. I think all of us relaxed quite yeah. a bit. We yeah. Yeah. So, a- I mean, we, we, we uh, the, the four couples rented a really nice uh, four-bedroom house here. It's, it's, it's laid out extremely well. Had a little bit of trouble with the air conditioning for the folks in the basement, but um, <laughs> outside of that, it's been just a, a really nice setup that we're in here. And so, just being able to hang out here uh, has been been pretty cool. Just I'm, relaxing. Anybody asked, I would suggest us for a multiple family. I think it was yeah. perfect layout yep. for a group of four couples or more, or family. The way the the floors and the bedrooms are laid out because there's spaces between all of them. And, I thought it was rather nice. Uh, I, I I would do. I definitely would again, and I would. Had somebody asked me, I would suggest it to them. Yeah, I, I, would, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't hesitate to recommend yeah, this, not at all. this house yeah. to anybody with, that had a, you know, had like a four four couple group, three or four couple yep. group. Um, we did a little re-engineering on the HVAC system, so hopefully so Indiana engineering. Things are a little, yeah, yeah, a little Hoosier engineering. So Something I want to mention too. Uh, this house is, was a rebuild right in the middle where the fire went through here in Gallenberg a couple years ago, yeah. and we're sitting on the back patio right now. We're looking at a lot of the burnt up trees, but a lot of the green foliage have came back, and the ones that did come back are very green and very strong. Uh, we're looking at a foundation. Yeah, yeah. we got this right next door too. Yeah. So. Yeah, so yeah, we're seeing a lot of reconstruction. We've got a lot of empty foundations from the fires and then a lot of reconstruction up and down the beautiful homes. the mountain roads here with uh, guys rebuilding these houses that uh, that had disappeared in the fire yeah so you know, one of the things we did do is we all four couples drove separate um and originally the idea was well that's great because we can everybody can do their thing but it turned out we couldn't share drives anyway we had so much food and coolers it's, and alcohol packed there was no way no anybody could have rode with anybody no. It was, it was. I almost strapped stuff to the top of the car. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow! Yeah, well, I think we needed. Next time we got to bring more food. We were, <laughs> we're we're all starving. Oh, uh, in fact, we had some meals planned out to do, and we skipped one of them. We skipped one of them because yeah, we're all so full from we eating. We had so many leftovers. Leftovers from previous meals. We just decided, yeah, let's let's not let's not do another big one. 
I mean, we've been roughing it. We had pulled pork and uh, loaded potatoes. We had lasagna. We had good fish and shrimp seafood night. Yeah. And what was it? I'm missing the, one. The barbecue taco. Oh, Taco night. Tuesday. Taco, taco Tuesday. Tuesday. That's great. Oh, wow. We were going to have another uh, Southern Boil, but that was the one that got postponed till. Uh, uh, Our next another, podcast. The next podcast because we were so full. We had so much food here. We decided, well, we'll just give that one a rest and, and bring that for the next time. So, It's been good, though. It's been a nice trip. It's been relaxing. You know, for me, the first day, I didn't do anything. I laid and I watched movies on, uh, on demand. So uh, ever since the COVID thing, I don't have much energy. I get to about 2 o'clock and I'm done. So the time I get home from work, I'm beat. I'll set. I'll do the work outside, feed the chickens and stuff. Come in, turn the TV on. And that's about the last thing I remember. Turn it on. Turn it on. So it was nice to actually just chill back and relax, and not have to worry about anything. And, and I actually, about while being here, I watched two movies that was really good. I haven't watched before. You guys have turned them on, and I thought, man, that's a really good, a couple of really good movies. Yeah. Well, Dwayne had picked the one out that was real good. Yeah. War movies. So. The other thing we did is, uh, in a couple of weeks, we have some uh, guests on our podcast um, that were featured, just a small clip of them, on the uh, Discovery Channel show, Expedition Unknown. So that happened to be replaying, and uh, so we talked that. So, yeah, that's the ice cream truck going yeah. by. <laughs> they, they don't hear it like I do. I got, I'm the only one with headphones on right now, so I'm hearing everything amplified. And I'm like, what is that sound from behind it's me? It's an ice cream truck driving by. Yeah, I don't know what it was. <laughs> so anyway, we got to see a clip of them. And then, um, you know, one of the topics we'll probably talk about is uh, a book called... The Secret. The Secret, which uh, there was an author that buried... 12 treasures in the United States back in 1983. 83. Yeah. yeah. And um, when the, uh, the first show that Josh Gates and Expedition Unknown did, there have been two of them that have been found. And, you know, he tried to find one and didn't. Well, after that show, they did several other filmings other places. And that's, that's where the folks that we're going to interview, they were on one of them. They didn't find anything, so they really didn't show that show. Uh, but there's another gentleman that found what he thought was going to be the spot for the next one. Uh, and so they dug for it, and sure enough, they found number three. Mm-hmm. So, so that's the that's the first one that's been found since the since the man who originally hid them was killed in a car wreck. Right. There, yeah. were, two, there were two found while he was still alive, and, and mm-hmm. uh, that's the first one found. Yeah, he, uh, I think he passed he away in 2005. Yeah. yeah, he passed away in 2005. So we'll talk more about that when we yeah. have them on. But they're, it's going to be kind of neat. They're calling in from Vancouver, Washington. So there's a little awesome. time differential there. Uh, but it'll be good. And uh, then they, they do another podcast that we... Yeah, so the way we really got interested in them is they do a podcast called Could It Be? And it's on Oak Island. Um, they have folks that are on the Oak Island show. Um, Does anybody watch that show? <laughs> yeah. What? Oak Oak Island. Island. Just yeah. four of us. <laughs> Just four of us. Yeah. So they're going to discuss Oak Island and treasure hunting because they are treasure hunters as well. So we're looking forward to that. That'll be a good time. So. I think that may, might be the start of uh, some more uh, guest guest speakers guest and speakers, guests on our yeah. podcast. So we've got a yeah. few other ones lined up coming up. Yeah. So it's funny you said that. I just saw a commercial from Gage Pace. 
for Top Sale Hemp. He's just put on YouTube. So he's one of the folks that we're going to uh, have on. And then I know Dwayne's thinking about having his voodoo doctor on. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that as well. It's our kinesiologist. So a voodoo want, doctor, yeah. Yeah, we call them our voodoo doctors. It's for short. but so It's all good stuff. So. Pretty good. Um, so I don't know. I mean, we just want to make sure that uh, we said hey to all our listeners out there. Just because we're on vacation doesn't mean we couldn't do a podcast. So here we are. We did have, have kind of a little excitement here before we went to dinner. Uh, as we were kind of gearing up for heading down to the steakhouse. And uh, we had a storm come in. Had a storm come in. That was we thought was going to be the excitement for the evening because it was getting pretty dark and ugly. And... Uh, and Robin went out the went out the door towards the cars because that's where it was getting dark the worst, and uh, I went to a window to kind of watch it come. And about the time I got to the window, she she come busting in the house saying, "Oh my God, oh my God!" And I thought there was a tornado coming over the hill. And then she started saying, "Bear, bear, bear!" And I looked out, and there was a there was a bear trying to get in Reuben and Margie's car. <laughs> and I'm like, "All right, cool." And then it walked up the sidewalk right up to the door. So Robin was taking pictures of it about, she was about, literally about six inches away from it with a door between her and the bear, taking pictures. And then it went in succession from car to car, physically grabbing door handles and trying to open the car doors. It was pretty impressive. Fortunately, everybody's cars was locked. Yes, thank goodness. So it didn't get to climb in any and, and hot wired or anything. I think Dwayne ended up with some scratches. Yeah, I got scratches on both both doors and the side of the car. Yeah, he kind of softballed mine. He just kind of softballed down the side of it. So our car, he just left uh, some black fur. So no scratches, just yeah. a piece of black fur. But so. uh, it was uh, so it made for an interesting uh, prelude to dinner. Yeah, I got the the joke has been about bears and my wife thinks well my wife and Mary Ellen's wife thought they heard one last or a couple nights ago while they were sitting on the deck and it scared the bejesus out of my wife so that was kind of our joke so when Jeff's wife saw the bear he comes running down bear 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 and I'm like yeah right whatever so I come out and I come open my door up and he's like bear and I'm like yeah really Jeff and he's like no really bear so I go running up and sure enough there yeah there was a bear out there and he was it would look Looked like something you'd see on TV commercial. He was just going car to car trying to open the doors. <laughs> Waiting for the Geico commercial or some, yeah. some insurance company to some <laughs> he work up protect us. He wasn't in the least bit worried about us. I'm oh, no. Sure. No, we even opened the door and yelled at him, and he just kind of went whatever and went around under the house. And then he went back up. Then he crawled up in a tree right in front of our house where our cars are. So when the storm hit, he hunkered down up in that tree and... When we got back, he's gone, so we're not sure where he's at right now, but I'm sure he's around here. With all these houses and people, I'm sure, throwing food out or throwing food away not properly. He's just making his rounds looking for dinner. So I think all of us say, you know, if you want a, a nice vacation not too far from where we live, you know, we, were, we stopped for breakfast on the way, but if you didn't do that, you know, it's about a four-and-a-half, five-hour drive. Yeah, not bad at all. Not bad at all. Traffic um, wasn't bad. No, no, the traffic wasn't bad. And you can, you know, if you're like us, we just came down here with no assumptions and just kind of pick and choose what we decide to do, we do. And no, the uh, Was it the first day we drove up the Clingman's Dome? Yeah. Yeah, I'm first day we drove up there. And I haven't been up there. The last time I was at Clingman's Dome was 32 years ago, probably. And at that time, all the pine trees were diseased really bad. And uh, 
now we've drove up and the, the trees are beautiful now you, it's like they've they've been revived and and regrown and i can't believe how pretty the the pine is up there now when it was just like a, a death land yeah. when i was up there years ago yeah i mean i was up there i've been here you know probably 10 times yeah and probably five or six years ago i mean it was horrible it's beautiful up it's there now. beautiful now so yeah it's uh and you can see there's a lot of driving around there's a lot of foundations for houses that burnt uh during the fires a couple of years ago that haven't been rebuilt um there's some businesses that, that we saw along the the river down there that haven't been rebuilt so you know it's it's uh and then i don't know i heard somebody talking they were talking to the, some of the artesian uh folks that a lot of the artesian businesses didn't come back yeah. afterwards so well one of, yeah, a couple of them were getting ready to and then you know the covid hit so you yeah. know you get bammed with the fire and then you get this so you know that type of business is not stuff something people need so i'm sure you know anytime there's a struggle in the economy that's they get hit faster than anybody um so to try to rebound from it you know and then to get hit with this again where people aren't going out it's got to be difficult you know one of the things that i was looking forward to coming down here was and uh, i wanted to go through a museum over in maggie valley called wheels through time yeah and uh wheels through time is about a a, uh, it's a museum where they house uh, all the Harley Davidson motorcycles from the very beginning, and a guy by the name of Dale Waxler uh, from uh, the History Channel. Uh, he has a, a show in the History Channel called "What's in the Barn," and uh, but unfortunately, again this this year, I, last year also, uh, it's it was closed uh, because of COVID until after August. At this point, um, I've been wanting to get in to see this for a long time, and we got it. We missed it again. Uh, so if you're ever down this way and you want to see something really cool, is uh, I'd love to get his, him or his son on for a talk. As to that might see, be a good place for a remote broadcast. That would be it. Would be is uh, to see the Wheels Through Time Museum. Uh, he has every Harley Davidson from the beginning and every single one of them run, and uh, you you can go in and visit. Also, they give away a Harley Davidson every year, and I think this year is 1937 uh, Knucklehead. This year, I believe that's what it is. Uh, but you can buy tickets for that. But also, Dale has been battling cancer, and I don't know how well he's doing at this point. And uh, uh, but it's a great, uh, a great show. You get a chance to watch. It's called What's in the Barn, and then go down to see that if you get a chance. Unfortunately, I have not been able to see it yet, but uh, it's on my to-do list. Yeah, I've been trying to get there for ten years, and yeah. every time I come down here, I, it's either the wrong time of year because he's only open. Like three or four months yeah. of the year, like yeah. um, April through October. And that's yeah, about it. and it's always been something. Either something's happened, he had to close, or I was the wrong time of the year. But yeah, I want to see it too. I mean, being a gearhead, just and everything in his museum runs. Yeah. Um, if he if he brings a motorcycle or whatever in there, he gets it running before he puts it out. So he could take any piece of a machinery or whatever's in there, whatever it is, car, motorcycle, whatever, and start it. So it's not just a museum piece. It's something that's sitting there. It's something that's a functional machine. So, so you know, one of the other things that we did, we watched a couple movies. So I'm going to say a movie, if you haven't seen it yet, that's great to see is Ford versus Ferrari. Oh, yeah. It's a true story. Um, Carol Shelby. Um, Good movie. He, you learn a lot about his grit uh, as a uh, engine builder, car builder, um, entrepreneur entrepreneur mm-hmm. it, it was a great movie it's it's uh, just great acting great movie so Christian Bale plays the driver 
and I'm not going to give away any more than that, but it's Matt Damon plays uh, Carol Shelby, and it's a true story. It's, uh, if you don't know, Ford was trying to buy Ferrari, thought they had bought Ferrari. Then Fiat. Uh, Fiat snuck in. Yep. It was, it was a backdoor deal. Fiat snuck in and got him, ticked Ford off, and Henry Ford II said, we're going to build a car, and we're going to beat Ferrari at the 24 right. hours. We don't care what it costs. Yeah. And guess what? One, two, three. Carol, One, two, three. Carol That's Shelby all we're going to Yeah, it was Car- all Carol Shelby. Yeah, that was Carol Shelby. N- nobody else. Well, and the driver. Well, Ford's money, but yeah, Carol, Carol Shelby, Shelby. And, and the driver's ingenuity and, you know, thought process behind racing and finding every little tenth of a second. And, you know, I, I was love- ta- taught something once in racing. They were talking about losing weight in a race car. Less weight's faster and you lose ounces, not pounds. I didn't hear him say that in the movie, but I've heard that so many times through my career racing is you lose ounces, not pounds. And, yeah, they made a super light, super fast race car. That was amazing. I uh, I always wanted to, while in Vegas, go out to the Carroll Shelby place <laughs> out in Las Vegas and check out place out. I never did get by there. I wanted to, though, sometime. Well, I got to see a, a real an authentic GT40 on a road course in VIR. We were down there with the, I used to race ARCA trucks and we went down there for a, our first time ever on a road course and they had a, a nostalgic racing going on and they had old NASCAR cars and different kinds of cars and we we had a break in our racing so we walked down to pits and there was a couple guys down there with old Fords. One had a um, Cobra and one had a GT40 and I thought, ah, surely this is a replica. No, it was an authentic real gt40 and he went out and made laps and he wasn't pushing it like you sure. would if you were racing it Three but million dollar car. yeah i mean it's just a couple million, whatever but, but i mean still just to hear it and see it out on the track going 140 you know you should have been doing 170 but still doing 140 on the straightaways just that sound and the yeah. look and just and we caught one spot where they come around a corner and it's a chicane down into the the final strat around the start finish line and when he crests that hill and you see that car just coming you're just like oh my god yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, awesome. so if you caught Dwayne as he started to talk about that he said in his racing days so Dwayne used to race in the ARCA series as well as you did NASCAR truck series correct? we did camping oh, world trucks camping. yeah we made a few race or attempted a few races and uh, we we went into it when the economy was going down, thinking we were hoping we were on the on the bottom and it was starting to climb, and we were hitting back into it and things would go over. Well, once we got back in, it just continued to tank. So it was difficult to say the least to to try making races. I mean, it's not for the faint of heart. It's not a friendly sport. There's no and friends. it continues to decline. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, yeah. just just trying to get in. I oh, mean, so hard. there's there's no more little guys going to get in, and the little guys that are get in are going to be dwindling there even faster because the money's going away, the purses are going away, and mm-hmm. you lose money. I mean, you lose. Well, that's the joke. How do you want, how do you become a millionaire being a race car driver? Yeah, start with two. Start you know, with so two, right? you know, it's, but the, the way it's going now with fans going down, that's going to drive purses down. You know, it's, and the racing's not getting cheaper. Parts are getting more, so it, it's going to just get worse and worse. But, you know, if we could go back, I don't have a wife. That was my dream was always to race NASCAR, but we had so much more fun when we were in the ARCA truck series and traveling mm-hmm. with that because it was more of a family. You know, if we crashed, somebody crashed a truck and we had a break between races, there might be six different teams or drivers over there working on it, pulling trying parts. Yeah, just trying to get it back on the track. Right. I mean, kind of like when um, Norm went to Eldora a few years back. Right. 
and just trashed his truck but made the finish. Right. When he pulled in the pits, all the teams jumped on his truck and fixed, you know, got him back going. Well, we had a, we had a race at Eldora. One of our guys doesn't have any money, and he was there running. He tore his up bad, and he was done. He was It was him and his wife there. That's all he ever had. So if he broke, he was done. Well, he tore enough up, and we, me and my son went over. We started talking to him about what do you need, what's going on. Well, I broke this and this, so I started figuring out some stuff. I yelled at my son, go get so-and-so, go get so-and-so. And, but before you know it, we had five or six teams over there, and we beat and banged and patched his truck back up. And no, he wasn't going to win, but we got him back out to the race. So that was our... It's about living a dream, right? Yeah, I mean, and it was a family kind of... I mean, once we're on the track, it's different. And it's game on, but off the track, I mean, sure. yeah, it was it was more family and friends than... Camaraderie's done. Yeah. So, and as that, as that family has discussed, uh, you got a little little bit of bloodline racing going on right now with your daughter racing. A little bit, of, yeah. My daughter is running in the uh, Hornet class down Lawrenceburg Speedway. She was second in points last year. A uh, little bit of, a lot of bad luck the first three races. She probably would have won the championship. Uh, this year, she's second in the points again at the uh, Lawrenceburg. So, yeah, if anybody wants to come see some, come see some good racing, Lawrenceburg Speedway is does have some excellent racing down there. Their Night of Destruction's coming up. We'll get a little plug for them if this gets out before then, but it will. We'll get it out. It's just it. a fun night. And that's yeah. Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Lawrenceburg, <clears throat> Indiana. Yeah, um, they got bus racing. Um, minivan. My daughter drives one of the school buses. She drives the Barbie bus. She drives a minivan, and then she'll be running a Hornet and an Enduro race. They run a 100-lap or half-hour. Some There's a time limit and so many laps, but last year she was second in that also. So she does very well. She she can drive a race car. She's not That's afraid awesome. of it. So the question would be, in a Hornet race, can you beat her? No. <laughs> I tried last year. I hadn't been in a race car and seven eight years and granted these are front wheel drive race cars so your your mentality you have to just think totally different so my first my first out for hot laps was i was following her i said you just go i'm going to chase you because that would give me and i said run hard i want you to run as hard as you're going to run because then i can gauge if i can keep up with you hard to drift in a front wheel drive (laughs) well yeah it's just but it's different when you go around the turn you see if your rear starts to come around in rear wheel drive you get out of the gas or you try to throttle a little bit to steer it. Well, front-wheel drive, if you get out of the gas, you're going around because your front is pulling right, you through the right. turn. So in hot laps, it was all muddy. We didn't get that much speed. Well, we finally got out into the first heat race. So I'm out there racing, and uh, and I'm running fourth or fifth, so I'm going to make it to the feature. But I'm going around one turn. The rear started to come out from under me, and I my brain went, let off the gas. As soon as I started to let off the gas, it started to go around worse. Then brain kicked back in, back to the floor, and I'm like, all right, dummy, keep your foot on the floor and you'll be fine. So pretty much you're, you're driving flat-footed, but after that first race, I went in the pits and I told her, I said, I give you a lot more credit than I did before. I said, these are a hell of a car to get around a racetrack, and as fast as they're going, they're running. I mean, they used to run. The pure stocks are getting faster, but the first couple years they were running, they would run with the pure stock, V8. Which how many miles on their track? How many mile, mile per hour is that? She's probably running 60, 70. That's all. And a front wheel drive, it's on a Cavalier. A quarter mile track, right? Uh, yeah, big, big quarter, three eighths mile. Three eighths mile yeah. track. It's oval. Yeah, high bank. High bank oval. But, but you're flying. I mean, that's, that's real fast. It's getting it. Yeah. But I mean, I was, I had fun. I raced it last year once, and I'm supposed to be racing it again in a couple of weeks, so we'll see how things go. Sounds but, like the mash unit's coming in. Yeah, yeah. It comes <laughs> mash to pick up the wounded. We got some wounded soldiers that maybe they're coming in for. Them. Yeah, so being in Gallenberg, you know there's uh, there's always tourism helicopters. So 
uh, you will catch them in the background here. You're here. We're on the patio. So. Well, and you know, as we sit out here, we're sitting out on the deck, kind of looking out. Uh, and really, it's one of those evenings that's true to true to the name of the mountains here, the Smoky Mountains, where yeah, you see these it's little puffs of, these little puffs of clouds down intermixed in the mountains, but uh, the sky's not. Uh, too bad right now, and uh, but the mountaintop's just kind of covered with a cloud. It's actually cool tonight. I mean, it feels good sitting there. It's yep. not muggy. It's just a nice night to be out. We didn't do it. We didn't yeah. do it, really. Uh, hide to shine, boys. Hide to shine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. I tell you what. Well, I think we're going to have an upcoming podcast maybe this fall or whenever the race season's over. Have uh, your daughter and you talk racing a little bit. I think that would be, yeah, that'd yes. be fun. That'd be fun. That'd be, that would be fun. Sounds like a plan. Absolutely. You, you know, a couple of weeks ago we did a podcast and I talked about my Plymouth Horizon Sport Coupe TC3. <laughs> well, it did lapse around the Lawrenceburg Speedway. <laughs> did it? it was Nobody from, knew about it? Or? No, no. It was, uh, it was a four. It was during a, they were trying to do racing. It's before the guy that's got it now. We, we had racing on the Saturday night there and it got rained on it. We tried to drive the track. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, drive the track. All these big old trucks are out there. <laughs> I'm like, well, oh, see how this does. Man, I'm blasted by everybody with that front-wheel drive. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, especially if it's wet. Yeah. yeah. Rear-wheel drive is horrible out there because that clay is like glass. When just yeah. a, a little mist of rain, it's horrible. But a front-wheel drive, you can you can pull yourself around. Right. You're dragging the weight instead of trying to push it. <laughs> but yeah, you talk, you talk about, well, just a quick story on that. There was another racetrack. They had a rain rain delay, and they're trying to get anybody in the stands. Well, a friend of mine was there. He said someone drove out there in a brand new Cadillac Escalade, <laughs> and they thought, "Oh, I'm going to start running the track in." Well, for the first few, and it was mud. It wasn't wet. It was mud. So the first few, first few laps, it was fine. You know, there's mud here and there. Well, if you've ever raced on a dirt track or been driven on dirt track. That mud slowly starts to accumulate everywhere where you don't think it'll accumulate. Well, it started to accumulate on their front valance and their front bumper. Well, after a few laps, the front bumper started to come off. Well, it's now dangling on the track. This brand new Escalade. People are waving at him, trying to get their attention. The guy just thinks they're waving at him to get He's you know, cheering him on. He's so he ball, just keeps right? on going. Well, before they were done doing the running the track in he had ripped the front bumper off this escalate so i mean it's probably a twenty five hundred dollar damage you know to a brand new car and that's going to be hard to explain to the insurance company how you ripped your front balance off but yeah was, that was funny oh, that's good stuff that's good stuff so jeff what's been your favorite part of the trip so far uh probably just the relaxation again just being able to kind of kick back when we want to here and and uh, certainly hasn't been any short of short, shortage of food like we talked about. And um, kind of got to watch the alcohol intake because there's plenty of that here too for some reason. So, but uh, no, it's just uh, yeah. You know, my favorite, my favorite is just a relaxation. And, uh, I mean, this group, this group has a an excellent time together we have <laughs> a whole lot of fun Every, and, uh, everybody's fair game too yeah it's it. oh yeah well, there's, there's fair uh, game and even fair targets too so well, and we've, <laughs> hey and we've got uh we've got another uh day and a half two days yet to go here yeah, so the, the, the trip's not over yet <laughs> little ruby <laughs> yeah you know i have to tell you uh i i, I have learned to doty Dwayne's wife, oh my God, had me in tears the other day. She is absolutely so funny, man. 
And uh, she cooking and the daggone smoke alarm went off in the house. You can't repeat that. You, you cannot repeat it. She is so funny. And my wife has, has absolutely laughed so much over her. But it's just <laughs> hilarious, man. Just, it's not an act, though. That's it. Oh, no. She's <laughs> straight up, man. But, uh, she, she's funny, man. And as Alan said, we've been south too long. Yeah. Although yeah. nobody with us has an accent from being south, she just starts breathing the southern air, and her accent comes back. So, so we go in the first store. She comes out. Why y'all like? <laughs> like what? What? Got them Kentucky roots. They just come flying. Oh, out. Yeah, they do. It's all good though. It's fun. It's all fun. Absolutely. But how did the how did the message come out for you today, Alan? Well, <laughs> she's here at the cabin with me. <laughs> so passing notes pa- to women at, at another booth can pay off. It sometimes. paid off. It paid, it paid off. off. Wow. Yeah. The wife returned. The wife. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you don't think we're idiots? Well, well we well, may be. We are. But uh, so our spouses went and got the massages today, um, and so we. Uh, we took the more logical choice and went moonshine tasting. Uh, ended up in a little Italian restaurant with great bloody Marys. Yep. And so we we were if in the, there is such a thing. Yeah. So they ended up they were looking for us, so we gave them the, our coordinates and they showed up and they all sat at a different table than we did. They, probably for a good reason. But we were about done and I passed. I got the bartender to come over and I wrote this little note I said give that to that woman over there in that corner booth <laughs> oh, and, and she did and, uh, and she came back to the cabin she came back to the cabin so it's all good <laughs> if she wouldn't it would have been issues <laughs> there, there would have there, there especially since uh, we brought her car so <laughs> yeah. it been issues for you no? <laughs> yeah yeah I've been trying to get a ride back but it's been fun you know Dwayne what's been the favorite part for you the relaxation for me the I told Alan I think the second day here I, I haven't sat still for this long and you were busy your first day oh here. yeah you were busy yeah but I haven't sat still this long and I don't know how long and it's just been nice yeah you know get up and and typically me and Dodie are when we go somewhere we're kind of the we go we're out we get up and we go do stuff and we're doing things and I told her for this trip I said we're gonna sit and Margie set, set the weather forecast, so we're planning on rain every day because yeah, right. it was supposed to it rain here. Hot. It's yeah. hot. It's been a hot week. Yeah. So. But it was supposed to be like 80% chance of rain, and we're like, what are we going to do? And I'm thinking, I'll take some magazines and yeah. read and just sit and chill. But, yeah, I've watched a couple of movies. We watched the one last night, and just it's just been nice just not having to do anything but doing whatever well, we, were, we want. I mean, we were all so ready to get out and get down here. I think we were all packed about a week ahead of time, <laughs> at least mentally. We were uh, counting down week for two weeks. Yeah, I, tell you I left two weeks before. But yeah. And I think, it, you know, it's, again, I think for all of us, it's been a stressful summer between being, you know, <clears throat> Alan being sick and then he's been back to work and dealing with the same COVID issues everybody else has to deal with every day uh, at work. Yes. All of us have been working through this. And it's stressful. It's stressful every day dealing with the, the constant changes in, the, in what's going on with this virus going around, the constant changes in regulations, and, and all of us just the stress is built and built and built over, over since the spring into the summer here. And, and uh, for me, man, I just I could not wait. I could not wait to get out and just do 
nothing and, and get someplace and not have to think about it quite so much. I mean, you know, we go down in the town, we got to take our masks and stuff like that. But, you know, it's not like we've done a whole bunch of that. We've, we've made a couple yeah, few excursions. It's just been nice to relax. It has. It's been real nice just to get away and relax. Yeah, tonight will be a nice night because, like I said, we're sitting outside now. This is the first night that... Yeah, I wouldn't right. mind sitting out here. Just sit out here and yeah. relax. The heat's down. The rain, the front came through here, and yeah. really, I mean, it it rains. It really stormed here That's hard. An Eighteen degree drop when that and happened. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's cooled down yeah. nicely this evening. So yeah, it feels nice right now. So, Rube, how about you? What was the favorite thing we've done so far? Um, I think I finally got my wife to relax. Yes. Um, you know, Margie's she's had a rough way to go for about six months, and she's uh. She relaxed quite a bit. She would. She did her first massage today, um, first time she's ever went, and she absolutely loved it. Uh, so I'll probably have to up the budget on massages now. Uh, but I, t- I tell you, I enjoy being with everybody. But the, the food and Robin and everybody cooking breakfast every morning for us uh, has been awesome. And uh, uh, Mary sleeping in late and giving her a hard time when she gets up. And <laughs> but uh, I. I uh, I enjoy being around everybody. You guys know that I'm a, I'm a happy-go-lucky kind of guy, and I don't care if you want to sit and flip rubber bands. We'll flip rubber bands. I don't care. You want to watch a movie? Watch a movie. I'm I'm up for anything. It doesn't really matter to me as long as we're doing something away from work. And I still had to do a little bit of work while I was here, but uh, it, I, you know I I I, I miss Nova Scotia though. We were all destined to go to Nova Scotia, right. and I was really looking forward because I wanted Dwayne to see that, and because uh, I know what that would have been like. This well, was good. That would have been amazing. Yeah. yeah. So we got next year. Yeah. Yeah, we do. You know, I had a great time, but I enjoy uh, everything about it. Coming down here, it's a quick drive. It's uh, I, I enjoy my friends, and I, I I enjoy, you know, getting to know your guys' wives and stuff as we as we move forward and stuff. Of course, I've known Jeff and Robin for years and stuff, but um, it's not walking. I see Alan in there. Was it Monday? He's crashed on the couch in there watching. I was like, man, I ain't seen that guy really relaxed ever. You know, he's, he was like, ah, oh, he's watching the movie. I think it's great. Aquaman. Aquaman. He's watching Aquaman. Aquaman. <laughs> and uh, he's chilling out. That's that's me. Uh, you know, I have a hard time winding down. I like to go. I don't know I'm on vacation. I'm going <laughs> vacations or what? They're like you said, Dwayne. Vacations are normally get up and go, 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 get up. You know, and it's we haven't done that here, and it's been nice. It has been real nice. And uh, if you want something, it's. 10 minutes down the hill right yeah. yeah we had our own car so margie and i went out yesterday by ourselves for the for a day and i took her and we did a little bit of shopping and stuff and just to get around and give everybody else a break and here's uh, how things nice. work with this group though so ruben and margie go off by themselves jeff and robin go off by themselves we go off by themselves and by noon we're all back we're back here eating lunch <laughs> <laughs> and we said before we left the house what we say everybody fend for yourself fend for, for yourself, lunch right and we end up we all eating up I mean, literally, we ran into you. You did, yes. Yeah. yeah, that wasn't planned at all. No, it wasn't. And we were headed to get just a drink. We were going to get a drink, drink. and the fries or something, just something to snack. And we got the message from Jeff and Robin. Well, you guys eat lunch. Well, <laughs> I come around the corner at one place there, and Margie and I were talking about a picture. And I look, and there's you two sitting in the chairs down at the end of the aisle. Yeah. We're the old men in the <laughs> it's park It's like, look at these old guys in the park benches here. Waiting for the wives to... It's been it, good, though. It was. It's, it's nice. And, you know, I, I, I wish it had been a little bit cooler. I think it would be nice to be out on the deck and stuff. But it's, yeah, I can't complain. <laughs> That's the only improvement we got to give them. They need to put ceiling fans on. You know what made deck. it nicer, though, guys? This house. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. This house yeah. Sep- gave us some separation. We played, well, we shot pool that you know, the one after days, and it was nice. Yeah, I mean that's it too. Is yeah. you know this 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 layout of this house is just perfect again because uh, the bedrooms are like as far distance from each other in the house as you could possibly yes. get. Yeah, and all the other common spaces are kind of intermingled in and the there's middle. enough. And there's plenty, yeah, of, plenty of common spaces. You can lay in a bed, or couch somewhere, watch TV, and yeah, not be in anybody's way, and somebody yeah. else's in another room if you want to. So yep. yeah, there's yeah. So uh, you know. It's amazing. We sat here and we're 44 minutes into a podcast. Really? Yeah. Amazing uh, how that happened. So I was going to give a shout out to some of our listeners. So, yes. Uh, obviously, last couple of weeks we put a couple podcasts out. Our buddy Tony, uh, he sent a message while we were here saying how much he enjoyed our podcast again. So Great. Thank you, Tony. Uh, thank you, Tony. We Thanks, appreciate Tony. that. Yes. What's your buddy's name that uh, left a little message for uh, me on Facebook? Yeah, Dave Whalen. Uh, Dave Whalen. No our, last name. I'm sorry. We're protecting, Dave. We're okay. protecting the guilty here. You have to My buddy's out. name is Dave, and uh, uh, I work with him. Uh, he used to be a direct report with me, and now he we work at the same company. But uh, he's a great guy, and he uh, he literally called me last week after he got through number six episode. And uh, he, he was totally – he does about an hour drive every day, and he said, you know, I didn't – think much of it when I listened to the first one I let it go he said I've listened to five in a row now he goes I love it I, I it's you guys are just down to earth and he, he likes the subject matter and uh, he's and he's a funny guy right he likes to goof around and he actually told me to tell Alan he's in love with him so <laughs> jokingly Dave I love you too as a listener <laughs> uh, and we did mention maybe possibly get Dave on Dave's a great guy very smart man and uh, fun to talk to and as a total right yeah, I think maybe we I mean I think maybe we do a listener guess, appreciation yeah. thing and have yeah. a couple folks over or do some uh, call in or do some call ins there's all kinds of things we do we're getting set up to do call-ins, which will be new for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've reached out uh, to several people. In fact, I'm going to knock on. I'm going to use a name here. I'm, I got in contact with Gary Drayton, the metallurgy metal expert from uh, Oak Island. Unfortunately, the History Channel won't allow him to be on, but he did message back and wishes well. And that's great. Wish my wife well. <laughs> So, that's your fault. There that's may be fault. something going on there. So, you know, you, you introduced him. So, He's a top pocket find. Yeah. yeah. So, and if over a period of time you start hearing Alan developing a British accent, that all has to do with Mary's infatuation uh, with a certain uh, metal detector expert. I'll be getting the Rosetta Stone and doing an English accent. So. <laughs> getting shirts with pockets. Yeah. You're going to have a top pocket. So, anything else you guys want to talk about while we're on here? I think I'd probably buy covered for this round. Yeah, you know, yeah. we're all thirsty again. and Thanks for the good week, guys. Yeah. It was nice. Thanks, nice everybody. Yep. And we thank you for the as the listeners. In fact, um, before we got down here, we have over 1,400 downloads now. Wow, it's great. Uh, we're in 40 states now. In eight different countries besides the United States. Well, wow. good. So, and for those for those other countries, Facebook's around the world. So for those other countries that are watching, go to our Facebook page and and give us a shout out there where you're yes, from and what yeah. you listen to and what you like. Let us know. You know, give us some feedback, and that's an easy way to contact yeah. us. So also, I've redone our web page, so they can message us straight from our web page. There Great. You go. So that is www.crossthelinefifteentwenty four dot com. 
uh, and you can sign up to be on our mailing list, which we'll email folks monthly. And then you can send us a message directly. I can't guarantee we'll get to you right away, but very shortly after you send it, you know, we'll say, hey, back. Um, Topic ideas. Yeah, topic ideas. We've already... I got another topic that somebody suggested that we'll do here, you know, in a couple of weeks, and um, we appreciate all you guys. You're you're the ones that makes it happen, so it's been fun so far. Yes. You know, it's uh, and I, I think it's opened our eyes a little bit to podcasting a little bit more. We've listened to other podcasts, and we enjoy talking, and now we enjoy listening. So absolutely. So that's all I've got. So we've got Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, and Ruben Hunt. And I'm Alan Stanger, and you've been listening to Cross the Line, 1524. Do you hear that? What is that? No tale about our vacation will be complete without the true story of the black bears of the Smoky Mountains. Two nights straight. They could be heard outside doors. The first night down below on the deck that went into Dwayne and Dodie's room. Rumor has it, they jumped out of bed to see what was the matter. The second night, the same fate fell to Reuben and Margie. Tales of the Black Bears of the Smoky Mountains. Coming soon to a podcast near you. Oh, that's right. I tell you what, the tales of the Black Bears of the Smoky Mountains. They can only be told best by Reuben Hunt, Margie Hunt, Dwayne Bischoff, and Dodie Bischoff. That'll be an upcoming podcast. Well, once again, we'd like to thank you for listening to Cross the Line 1524. We reached a milestone this week, uh, 1,000 downloads, which is pretty good for four guys in the middle of the country doing a podcast on a Friday night. We'd like to thank you, the listener, for that. If you have any suggestions or topics, you can drop us a line at www.crosstheline1524.com. For Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, I'm Alan Stanger. Stay safe from those bears, and we'll see you next time on Cross the Line. 1524.